We go to work, and when we're off, we whine about our day. We sip our cares away, and you can do the same, cause you're in a safe place when you're whining with nurses. Hello. 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 Welcome to Whining, Whining with, with Nurses. nurses. I'm Sarah Hidgey. I'm Jen Sweeney. And I'm Kat. No, no last Kat. name. Meow. <laughs> 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 so this is a podcast about nursing. Um, you can listen if you're a nurse or you know a nurse or you have a body. Uh, or even if you don't have a body, that's fine. Just listen, <laughs> tell your friends. Uh, we're going to open no a bottle of wine. That's right. Yeah. We don't need no body. Nope. <laughs> Except for all of you. But you would like a mouth because then you can taste wine That's maybe not right. the one we're drinking but <laughs> sorry guys a wine at home <laughs> so we're gonna open a bottle of wine taste it tell you about it make you envious just kidding yeah Hope not. Maybe. maybe go out and buy it and try yes. it some recommendations we'll yeah. let you know how it is but oh, yeah. everyone's palate is different yeah send us in recommendations yeah. that's a good idea what did you bring today this is the most beautiful oh, bottle i think this we've, was uh, a cool find so at far. trader joe's Oh, nice. So you know how they always have different fun looking things there. And of course, this time of year, I was gravitating towards the rosé. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this is called Frida. And it looks Italian. Cecilia Beretta. You should save it afterwards. The bottle? Yeah. I know. It's just really pretty. I have quite the collection now at home yeah. because I'm always like, this is a cool bottle. So many yeah, bottles. Yeah, it says rosé wine from Italy. <laughs> so I'm not exactly sure rosé of what? Rosé Trevenze. Uh-huh. I don't know yeah. if that means it's the wine. But. Doesn't it say the mixture on there of like what it is, like the type of wines that are in Normally. the percentage? But you know what? Something <laughs> we learned was here. like different countries have different requirements of what you have to put on the label. Huh. France is really, really strict. You know, oh, you can yeah. only put certain yeah. things on. It has to be grown in a certain huh. region and you can only call it a certain thing. And then yeah. also I think France controls the price, like government controls the prices of the wine. I might not be right about this. Interesting. But and I didn't see that this one said DOC or DOCG, so it might not be as regulated. What, like do what does Italy. that mean? That's um, form <laughs> oh, in yeah. Italy. I don't know anything. Yeah. In Italy, they use it as a classification. So basically, DOCG is supposed to be the greatest. Like, it's more strict than here. Were we talking about that before? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more strict than the United States as far as what gets labeled huh. and how it's labeled. So there's DOCG is supposed to be the top. And it, every bottle of wine that you buy, it would... Say it have like a little sticker or something right, on it right. that says. Yeah, I've seen that. I just have you. Know. Yeah. yeah, and ah. then DOC. So it's just it's more regulated. Otherwise, huh. it's kind of like they have whatever they do. They don't right. have as many rules. Okay, I guess. Interesting. So it's supposed to be a higher standard. Mm-hmm. Didn't we learn about that with our class here with Rosie the sommelier? Yeah, I think we did. And, and is there a rooster on? Oh, that was a Chianti, I think. Okay. All the Chianti. All right. I'm mixing yeah. things up. <laughs> We'd have, she gave us some good wine that night. <laughs> um, so this one says, it's a delicate pale pink hue. Reminds you of warm spring sunset. We'll mm. see about that. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be good with lobster risotto, raw oysters, Ooh. grilled sea bass, mm. or long, lazy afternoons. Hello, where's our lobster yeah. risotto and grilled sea bass? Takeshi, you were supposed to bring that. We always bring the wine. Where's our risotto? Yeah. We can do the honors. Can we get oh, a sponsor, a sponsor for lobster? lobster yes, sponsor. we need some food with our wine. Have you had like the lobster tail and sucked the juice out of the... No. Ooh. Woo-hoo. No, you've not done that? I don't think I've ever Mini actually party. had lobster. a traditional lobster. Um, my brother lived in Maine for a while and like four or five years, I think. Um. So he fell in love with lobster and they eat the law. Lo- I don't know. I hate, I don't like seafood, but. Really? Eat, not much. Yeah. S- some fish is fine. <laughs> or sh- little shrimp. I don't know. Uh, but One he shrimp. eat the meat and then you take the tail and there's all this juice left in, I guess. And you just suck it back. Oh. And like, like oyster juice, you know, oh. drink it. I'll help. Mm, that sounds odd. But he's from <laughs> here and his, my sister-in-law, his wife, who's actually from me. And she's like, oh no, I don't do that. <laughs> so you don't, you know, it's for. Not for everybody. Hmm. But anyway. Jen, have you had a non-traditional lobster? <laughs> yes, actually. I've had like baked lobster on special sushi. You know, we just don't really get lobster that much out here. Have you had a lobster that just, you know, gets, uh, shacks up with someone before marriage? That's non-traditional. That's true. Or it used actually, to be. I have. <laughs> yeah, because 
aren't lobsters supposed to be very, like they find their lobster, right? They mate for life. Do they really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought that was a term, like you found your lobster. You ha- you're just having lobsters that like doing their own thing. Yeah. I've heard that. <laughs> They're you renegade lobsters or yeah. something. Or penguin. Or maybe I'm t- oh, yeah, heard the more. penguin. They mate yeah. for life. And I think lobsters do too. That's really cute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This smells like peach. Anybody else smell peach? Yep. Look, I'm identifying something other than a berry this week. <laughs> yes. I actually don't smell any berries. <laughs> I don't really either. It's it's a little floral. Yes. Mm. If you shut your eyes. Ooh, nectarine. Ooh. I actually really like it. It has a really, really nice flavor. I don't know. Yeah, the floral for sure. That's why there's a picture <laughs> on here of flowers and butterflies. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Now it does remind me yeah, of I a, see the uh, label turn the yes. summer sunset. They always have oh, good finds so at Trader pretty. Joe's, and then we'll probably never see it again. Yeah. Find it again. Unfortunately. That's gorgeous. Yeah. I've never seen that. I, I think, think I've seen a lot of I think it was in the staff picks, mm. you know, and it probably did say floral and this, and I'm like, yeah, that sounds good. That's for me. Yeah. Cheers. 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 Mm. So, did you guys do anything exciting this weekend or for the 4th of July? Just our 10K. Oh, yeah. That's right. We yeah, ran Sarah 10K. And Jen we did. Ran 10K. That was exciting. That was a highlight. Was it hot? Was it hot that day? No, the weather was no. perfect. Mm. It was cool all morning. Actually, it was, it was cool most yeah. of the day that day, which was weird because typically at this time of year, it's just hot and stays hot. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, it was perfect for running. We, we didn't overheat. I yeah. saw you guys running a, pic- a picture of it, and I was like, I'm just getting drunk over here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that was there later, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just saved that for the evening. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I I drank and took a tour of a little farm, a mini farm. So our friend Vanessa, her mom, who you know, who used to work with us, um, she has horses and chickens and there's just, I think that's all the animals they have, but it felt Mm. like a whole farm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's really cool. I got to feed horses um, apples, a whole apple (laughs) Mm -hmm. out of my hand. It was really cool. I haven't done anything like that since kindergarten (laughs) when I went on a field trip. Do they like sell their eggs or anything? Do you know? Does she sell anything? So. I know. It's I don't just know. her own personal farm. Yeah. She's very self-sustainable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. A field trip huh. for Sarah. Yeah. It was Fourth great. She yeah. got to beat a horse. Yes. <laughs> Played sure a little not- cornhole. And, oh, that's yeah, fun. Ate some chicken. It was a real 4th of July. Barbecue. Was it one of the chickens from her farm? <laughs> oh, I hope not. <laughs> That'll be oh, sad. So sad. <laughs> what did you do, Jen? Well, after the 10K, we had family in town from mm. Florida. Mm-hmm. And they were staying at my parents' house in Kenwood. So we just went back there and had dinner. And then we came back and, you know, we live pretty close to where they do the fireworks. And we were trying to go over to our in-laws' house, but they have all those roads blocked and we were too late by then. And it was just too crazy. So we just walked out to the street to watch the fireworks from the fairgrounds. That sounds We didn't attempt. We saw the craziness going on at Taylor Mountain. We just were like, no. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. And we parked down on the street. Not too far from where you live, actually. And we yeah. walked and we were sneaking in. Then we get up to the main parking lot and there were, it was a full parking lot. There's a park ranger there directing and really? said, hey, don't you know that guy? You know, Ryan <laughs> works for the park. So it was just silly because we could have just driven up there. And parked. Oh, yeah. But did anyway, they, did extra. they let you go past like into the park or mm-hmm. did you have to stay in the parking lot? Yeah, no, they let us hike wow. up. We went to, you know, there's kind of a halfway point up the mountain. Yeah, you went uh, to the Eastern Trail. Yeah. Like the steep side. Yeah, yeah. But we actually didn't go up that trail. It was slightly different, but oh. it was perfect. We could, you could see the fairgrounds fireworks and very then nice. you could see people's oh, yeah. fireworks those, at home. Those were very close to our house. <laughs> were they? Yeah. I was actually a little mad, <laughs> you know, just with the fires and everything this last How year. How dare you? I, I'm yeah. kind of surprised we had any fireworks around here, to be honest. But. I know. Well, people in our street were doing the little ones and I was like, okay, just watch that explode and like run right into my yard. Right. <laughs> You need defensible space around your house. Yeah. We've all learned that now. Yeah. How about you? They were being pretty safe. They had the hose out, but still I was like, Yeah. You catch that just makes you nervous, especially yeah. after October. You kinda I know. Ugh. I was like, why do that? Yeah. The fireworks are right there. Right. Yeah. Oh well. It worked out. Yeah. Uh, I didn't really do much. I went to my friend's house way out in the uh, way out in the hills of this festival. It was really really, really pretty. It's hot tub and a pool and you just Nice. Or actually I think it was cold. It was really over At night, it was cold. foggy. No, I mean, because oh. he lives so far out and really close to the oh, coast, yeah. the, the fog comes in. So out. halfway through the day, his house, yeah, it's this and gorgeous you can't even house. See and, yeah, you fireworks. can't see anything. It's cold. Yeah. But it was fun. Um, it was nice. And then 
exciting thing this weekend was my dog sniffed up a foxtail. Oh no. For the second time of her life up her nose. And then she was sneezing Aww. blood all over like our kitchen floor and it was dramatic and really sad. Oh no. So, She's been high maintenance lately. Yeah. So on <laughs> Sunday we were like took her to the ER and the, the pet ER. And um so weird if you ever you ever been to one? Yeah. No. It's just weird to sit there and you're like in a you're used to like a human emergency room. Yeah. And the yeah. Anyway, pet care yeah. did you go to? Uh or which, Redwood. Which pet one? Care? Oh, pet Redwood. Care. Yeah, oh pet yeah. Care. Um yeah, it was fine. Uh, they like heavily sedated her and then took it out. She was there for a couple hours. Sag came out. You know, people are sedated. They have their eyes are all goopy because they close them, and you want to keep them hydrated. And so her dr- eyes were goopy afterwards, and her nose. I didn't expect that on the dog. They would have to do that too. I don't know why. I just didn't think about it because <laughs> with people, you do. Anyhow, so her nose was dry and her tongue was dry. Poor thing. Mm-hmm. But it was okay. She's almost back to her peppy self. Poor baby. It's just hard to like see him. You're like, stop sniffing so hard. I don't know. Yeah. And they can't talk to you. Right. You can't explain. So like so you just have, yeah, she got like really high. Like, yeah. Months ago, she like went to a park and ate weed and, or something. We think it was weed. Oh yeah. And seeing your post. Yeah. And so she got so high and was just crazy. It was so sad. You can't be like, honey, you're just too high. Like you'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> She's just sitting there like, what's oh, no. going on? Let Poor me day. just give you some nachos. Yeah. And we'll watch a movie. It'll be fine. She's like, I just want to eat and yeah. sleep. <laughs> it was really sad. I hate watching anything happen to her. Hmm. Oh, I can't imagine how parents must feel. Oh, like yeah. anything that happens to your kid, you know? I know. Oh. I feel like that too with my pets. I'm like, yeah, they're my babies. And that kind of <laughs> goes into nursing where sometimes yep. um, the family is the hardest part. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like when I did a rotation in school of peds oncology, it was the families, obviously, because the kids oh, are, yeah. are, I mean, not fine, but they're the patients and it's the family that's like really hard, yeah. harder to... And that's usually who you're talking to. Exactly. And I'm sure they freak out over every yeah. little thing. A lot of them were really calm. Some of them are like I had a, my first patient was like a six month old um, little little baby. Mm. She had Down syndrome and cancer, obviously. Mm. And um, but the family was super happy, and they came in and they like played with her. I think because okay. they used to it or you know mm-hmm. been there for a while, so that all the nurses just go in and do. We're getting a little milkshake Art. background noise. <laughs> yeah. Sounds like a milkshake maker. Milk Maybe they're making us some risotto. <laughs> That's Our wishes Monster came true. <laughs> no, I never really had to do any pediatrics mm. because we didn't have it around here where I, got in, where I went to nursing school. Mm-hmm. So I don't have any experience with that, oh, unfortunately. Really? We don't have any pediatrics really in this city. That's true. Yeah. But don't they send you out to like San Francisco? Yes, people and- go to Oakland or San Francisco, yeah. you know, the real sick kids. Right. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. Yeah. No, but I mean, I thought they sent nurses that were students here to oh, no. like, no. Okay. Maybe some of the schools, but not where I went. Oh, okay. Yeah. Huh. So you never did, did you do well, like- n- all we did was follow a nurse practitioner in an office for a day. Okay, <laughs> to qualify for your, yeah. Yeah, and then we did, you know, labor and delivery and all that, but it still wasn't very much- very many days. Mm-hmm. And you never know what you're going to see when you actually go to the hospital and you're like waiting, waiting, waiting. I saw yeah. one birth. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I thought it was going to love too. that. And you just sit there for 12 hours. And, yeah. and then if you leave before they ever give birth, you're like, I literally sat and waited for one person to push out a baby and nothing happened. And then I left. <laughs> I know. I got really lucky. because <laughs> Just geez. do it on my timeline, yeah, please. On. I know. Gosh, babies are so inconvenient. I know. Or inconsiderate, I mean. Anyway. <laughs> and inconvenient. <laughs> and, and, yeah, that's kind of the... So you've been word. kind of taking a lot of crap from patients on the phone recently. I've been hearing it. Mm. So well, you want to tell phone. us about that? <laughs> yeah, so I think last week was the last one. Or th- there was one today, but before that I had one. Can't even remember at this point what it was about, but he was just really rude. Like, th- not quite yelling at me on the phone, but just, you know, going on and on and on about something it's not really my fault they just don't like what you're telling them and they don't want to listen to what you're saying and that makes them really angry and you like it's not my fault anyway and the one today was the same he for nine minutes because I timed it (laughs) talking to him and for nine minutes I had to listen to this man yell at me and tell me how ridiculous you know I can't believe you guys are ridiculous and you're idiots and I mean all this stuff and I can't believe you're such a terrible person and why would you do this and just look at why wouldn't you I mean you know, it just on and on for nine minutes. And then I finally, it was just so insulting. I just 
almost mm-hmm. yelled at him back, but I was very like stern at him. Like, yes. you cannot speak to me this way. I'm going to hang up if you continue, you know, just. <laughs> yeah. And I was really, it like upsets you a little bit to your yeah. like heart. You're like, that makes me a little, like you oh, really yeah. hurt my feeling. You know, it makes you feel day. bad. Yeah. Mm. Like someone just, it was not, and it was a simple, like I asked the doctor something. He said no. And I told him no. And then he just started yelling at me for really? like, you know, 10 minutes. Don't shoot probably, the messenger. Yeah, exactly. I and it's I said that he wanted his refill of Norco. <laughs> yeah, no, no, fortunately, was, we don't have to do that. In our yeah. No, I remember yeah. they would call for that and they would be upset when Dr. Babajanian or whoever, what doctor wouldn't. We, uh, to, um, yeah, we, we really, I think something changed and most of our doctors don't. Something with yeah. the law changed. We should know that. Um, and I don't, <laughs> but really, but yeah, I mean, like they really, no they can specialists sing. would have. We refill Norco yeah. occasionally, but not really well, I very it was often. Like, I never wanted to, but it was, they would call, mm-hmm. you know, and it wasn't even like an original prescription from us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would be, it would be yeah. more of an issue mm-hmm. um, a I couple see. of years ago, but now it's, you know, an occasional post-op. Mm-hmm. It happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that is an appropriate right. prescription from our office, but yeah, we used to get all kinds of crazy requests that, and then people would be upset. Yeah, we had no idea. We, <laughs> yeah, why yeah. do you have this? And right, you know. we're not going to refill a narcotic, or, right? Yeah, right, or whatever. Yeah. So anyway, yeah. and it wasn't. It was about an echo. He wanted oh. an echo for his family member, and I understand. I understand that all oh, these patients have a reason to be upset about things, but really. It's not my fault and I'm here yeah. to help you. And I kept trying to say that I am here to help you. I am doing, you know, I went mm-hmm. into this profession to help people and do this. And he's like, you should it's be so advocating. You know, you're just going for the doctor. And I said, you're not even letting me talk. He's just screaming at me, telling me what an idiot I, our whole office and like all the, and it's just one simple thing. It was nothing. I was like, you don't even know if he's just going to agree. If I say, oh, hey, it really means a lot. Could we do this? He's really worried. He might say, sure. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't know because he wouldn't even give me a second to offer that as a, you know, so just on and on and Did on. Did he ever calm down? Well, finally, when I got really stern with him. You and should said, have you heard can- her. She's so patient. <laughs> I just hang up with people at that point. If someone keeps yelling, I'll yeah. just hang up on them and then I'll yeah. call them back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Be like, sorry, no, I, have you calmed down? <laughs> I was like really stern with him. And then I said, you cannot speak, you know, don't speak to me this way or whatever. I can't even remember what I said. I was so angry mm-hmm. or hurt or more. Um, and then he kind of said, I'm, you know, I'm. I'm sorry, I'm not, you know, I'm not a mean person, you know, this and that. And then he says, well, I apologize. And I said, thank you, you know, thank you. And then he starts going on and again about how we're stupid and this is ridiculous <laughs> and we're terrible and whatever. Ugh. You know, you're a terrible so person. And I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm a really nice person and I'm here to help That's you. That's the nicest. I want to help you. It was, just, <laughs> it was just awful. It's just awful to be treated that way. And it happens so often. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's actually you, pretty common. Do you guys have had, have you had many experiences? Like, no, I, never. <laughs> well, I feel like never, never lets ever. She doesn't let it. Yeah, right. Place. No, I've taken She's a lot like, of abuse. I am in my happy place. I'm not going to let it happen. <laughs> I just feel like in the hospital, I get you really must emotional. have so many people. Yeah, I've definitely gotten better with how to react with it. But I remember mm. in the office too, that would happen. Mm-hmm. You know, you get those mm-hmm. phone calls that would just get you so ugh, upset. Mm. But yes, in the hospital, and I can think of one occasion that was particularly just irritating. I had, I was orienting a new nurse. Mm-hmm. So I kind of took over the situation because this guy was being such an asshole. Mm-hmm. And of course he'd been in, he was a trauma patient. So the trauma drama and he'd just been in an accident and you know, it wasn't his first, like he'd been in our hospital not that long before. And it was something unfortunate too, where he was on a bicycle, but and got hit, I think, but he was wanting more pain meds and just being such an ass about it, you know, not friendly, like screaming at us, screaming that I said, you need to calm down. We're leaving the room. And we shut the door and he was screaming. Mm-hmm. And I had to tell, and I said, I'll come back when you're calmed down, which I right. did. But, and I kind of took over the situation, the nurse, you know, it was this young nurse that had never been a nurse before, like 22 or 23. And she, you know, I just explained to her, I'm not usually like this, but sometimes you have to be stern right. with these people and make these right. well, you you have know, to have clear boundaries. borders, yeah. clear boundaries. Don't yeah. treat me like this. And, and I'll come I did. Back I came you... and talked to him when he calmed down a bit and I did call the doctor and got something ordered, but right. I felt like he wasn't super grateful for it, yeah. you know, and I wish he, you know, it's then you want those people to recognize, like, I am trying for you. Right. You that's know, we're thing. not ignoring it. Yeah. We're that's not ignoring the thing, your pain. Is that we're not, it's not us against a patient ever. It's just sometimes our resources are limited mm-hmm. because we, we can't write orders. We're not doctors. Mm-hmm. We can only do what we can do and we'll advocate, but 
Yeah, I, I get yeah, why patients get so frustrated because they're in a really terrible situation. If, especially if you're in the hospital, that's a really terrible place to be, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it is. It's just, you're not having a good day if you're a hospital patient, yeah. you know, you're, you're yeah. in the I mean, hospital. He, so it's yeah. really frustrating, but that's the, the thing is the nurses, you know, I, I heard Kat say today, you know, this is why I went into nursing. I want to help yeah. people. I want mm-hmm. to help you. You know, you just need to let me have a chance to explain what I can do for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the thing that makes it so frustrating is that they're angry and, and it's hard for them to see that we're the advocate for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what he said. Aren't you supposed to be the patient advocate? You're advocating for the doctor. And I said, literally, all I said to you is, well, he, you know, he doesn't feel it's appropriate to order this. And then he just started screaming. I didn't even get a chance to even say, you know, and then I kept saying, I'm going to, anyway, I'm bringing it back to me. Yeah, but it no, was, it's, exactly, it's, it's upsetting yeah. when you're, yeah, you, and you're the buffer between them. And if the doctor says no, there's nothing you can do. Right. I mean, usually, you know, so they're just mad at you and you're like, yeah, I'm just going to have to take it. And the, Exactly. And the most you can say too is, you know, if they're really upset about something is have sometimes if the doctor will agree to call them. But I know in the hospital, like that never happens. Like this person had been said, no, no, no. But everyone, all the doctors are aware of his situation, didn't Mm want to do anything. And they gave me like a one time Dilaudid or something for his pain. But it's like when you cry wolf, it's like Mm -hmm. the boy that cried wolf with a lot of these patients. Like, are they actually in pain? And then you know, they abuse it basically. Like they don't need pain meds. It's all emotional. Well, and attention. not everybody. Yeah, not everybody, everybody yeah. but in these situations, yeah. like these kind of people and the ones that get so upset, they are the ones that don't need it. If they were polite, if they were kind and said, I'm really in a lot of pain and explain the situation without blowing up emotionally, then that is different. Or even if you and do blow up emotionally out. a little bit, just, but just give the nurse a chance to Right. Talk to you. Yeah. But when they've been like this every single shift <laughs> yeah. for the last yeah. two weeks. Yeah, that's inappropriate. Yeah. yeah. That's that kind of stuff is kind of what burnt me out of hospital nursing. Um, just taking so much abuse from patients and family members and, you know, doctors, other nurses, other staff. Um, and I remember this patient down in Southern California and he was so rude. So I got floated to another unit and um he just he first of all, he got picked up by the police or something. Somebody reported him because he was passed out on the sidewalk. So he was in the hospital, not of his own will. He didn't want to be there. He would rather have laid out on the sidewalk and died, which, you know, I don't know what my opinion is on that. I think everyone should be able to do what they want to do, but I get it. You can't just let people lay around on the sidewalk and die. Anyway, so he was there and we're taking care of him and he has an ostomy bag and he won't even let me check his vitals. No blood pressure, no temperature, nothing. Um, and then he has an ostomy bag, which if you listeners know, don't know what an ostomy bag is. So it's basically, um, it can be a temporary or a permanent thing. And it's, um, where they, it's an operation and they take a part of your bowel and instead of it going through your normal, um, gastrointestinal system and food going in your mouth and coming out of your butt. Sorry to be so crude, but this is just, this is a good explanation. Yeah. They, they, stop that <laughs> that uh, motion somewhere. They take the intestine and they make an opening on the front of your abdomen somewhere so that the, the poo comes out of your belly on yeah. front and into a bag. And um, some people, you know, just need that temporarily while something else heals and then they can put it back together. Um, sometimes it's a permanent thing. With this guy, it was a permanent thing. You need to be careful with these. You need to empty the bag. You need to take care of the... Um, the stoma is what it's called, the little part that comes on the outside of the belly because it's basically a mucous membrane. It's an mm-hmm. inside organ that's on the outside. poking out. Yeah, and so it needs to stay moist and healthy and um, vascularized, needs to get good blood flow. He wouldn't let me check that all night and I was getting really, really worried about it because no ostomy bag lasts forever mm-hmm. and it gets full of stuff because we eat mm-hmm. and we yeah. swallow. And your farts come out of your ostomy bag. That's true. Yeah, I can get so you have to get full of air. Yeah. yeah. So an ostomy, right, is a hole. Uh-huh. And then your intestines, they take and they pull part of your intestines out and they cut it. So your poop and your farts come out of your stomach, basically. Right. A hole with your intestine poking out of your stomach. Areas. Yeah. Or different areas, yeah. yeah. There's different ostomies. Different ostomies. Yeah. 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 So um, 
(laughs) (laughs) So we know what an ostomy is now. (laughs) So anyway, this guy all night, I was trying to be so sweet to him because also I sympathize. I get it. If you don't want to be in the hospital and people are making you, oh, that to me sounds horrible. I wouldn't want that. Why were they making him just because he was not able to take care of himself? Yeah, he wasn't able to take care of himself. And he was just on the, yeah. 5150 or something. It wasn't a 5150 hold, or maybe it was. It's just Mm. basically a you're a danger to yourself because you can't take care of yourself type of hold. So, yeah, we would have had to keep that. That might be that code. Um, So, (laughs) the whole night, every time I go in to check his vitals or give him some medication, he just says, Fuck you! <laughs> like and in a, like he's really mad type he's of way. Like or he's like, really mad. But he's like he stuck his tongue out at me oh, and yeah. did that's the word. <laughs> made, made that noise at me. Like, he was, was that just, your stoma or was that <laughs> <laughs> just, your bag's still there? He just made the meanest faces at me, and so oh, no. all night I was just politely approaching him and then documenting whatever he said because I'm not you know you can't. Yeah, And you can't force care on someone. Nope. And if someone sounds like they know what they're talking about, and unfortunately he sounded like he knew what he was talking <laughs> mm-hmm. about, <laughs> fuck you was a valid statement. Yeah, yeah I'm going to stay away from those people. <laughs> so I just, you know, let him be. And then I would still check in as, I'm, as you're supposed to every hour. We'll talk about that later, oh, yeah. hourly rounds. <laughs> um, so this was night shift too. This was night yeah. shift, yeah. So then in the morning, his doctors come in to make their rounds. Um, oh. Sorry, let me back up just a little bit. Just before the doctors all come in in the morning, I go in one more time to check him. Now he lets me pull back the sheets and check his oh. uh, ostomy bag. And guess what? <laughs> Did it explode? It exploded. <laughs> just bed full of shit, head to toe. Oh I had to get gosh. two or three other nurses and caregivers in there to help oh. me. We all were in full gown and That's gloves. Oh. And we had to do a full bed change. I could have just emptied right. the bag, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, fuck you. He was being stubborn. Fuck you. But he finally let you check it after it exploded. Yeah. yeah. And it oh. actually explodes because of all the gas buildup. Yeah. So there's pressure. And so everybody knows your bag. Overflow. It can like poof. Yeah. yeah. Oh, now that you're covered in your own everywhere. shit, you need yeah. my help. Man. Yes, that's that's what happened. What was so, he doing on the streets though? I mean, was he taking care of it? No. Um, they had some program set up where you could go in and get supplies and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But he just wasn't. Oh. He just, I think he wanted to die. That's and, sad. Yeah. yeah. I see that sometimes. So, oh, yeah. so yeah. then the doctors come in to do their rounds and he had a social worker or someone meeting with him um, first. And he just tells the social worker all these lies about me. He says, she wasn't helping me at all. No, she never came in to check on me and she didn't give me any medications. And so- well, thank God for char- um, exactly. charging that yeah. hourly rounding. Exactly. I, I, I document so everything document the shit really thoroughly. Everything, right? So. Yeah, I don't think Sometimes anybody. Literally, the shit. Document. Yeah, the shit. <laughs> the eyes and O's were oh all about gosh. like how many times did you pee? How many times did you poop? Did your bag explode? When was your last bowel movement? I couldn't exactly measure that. It was just <laughs> what's your bowel movement? All over. Yeah, you're like <laughs> four nurses and a bed. Li- that's how much poop. <laughs> Can you quantify that? Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> Hella it, shit. Was it? Um. Well, I know it's different for you know when you have a ostomy, but you know the bristle stool chart. Are you familiar? No. Oh, like it's a big deal now. The types of poops. yes, we actually have to document. <gasps> yeah. No, tell me. You really? know, poop oh. is my favorite thing to talk We're about. We're gonna have to post this on the white. Yeah, bristle stool chart. Yeah, yeah. It's um, post it on our it's Facebook. Basically, so like, <laughs> I think there's like six or seven types of poop. Uh huh. Yeah. And I guess you some mean of like, them? like? Oh yeah, I want to sure. guess. No, wait. pebbly poop. Is that one of them? They're like little pebble pellets. Yeah, they're like little pebbles. I don't know if they have um soft yogurt like. Yeah, they're like this uh, one's like yo. I don't know if that's how they describe Logs. it. Oh man, I have to pull it up one of Sharp. these days. This is going it. down. I don't have my phone in front of me, but <laughs> purple. Yeah, the one will be like little drops. You know, looks yeah. like one smooth like a sausage. Um, <laughs> oh, easy to really pass. <laughs> but no. then six and seven are bad. That's the one you want to notify the nurse oh, about. What's that? Because it's basically like really loose. That mm. it's just watery or mm. you know not mm. really formed at all. Mm-hmm. Are you looking it up? Yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm so excited. Okay, yeah. so I have um, a question though about that crazy patient. Did uh-huh. he also pee himself everywhere or was uh-huh. someone to oh, yeah. incontinent? Yeah. yeah. Yep. He was incontinent. Mm-hmm. Like pee was. Uh, I don't know if it was by choice or not. I yeah. mean, I his feel bed like was, was full of I urine. Mean, it sounds like yeah. he had other things going on. Yeah. Like maybe some encephalopathy from alcohol. Maybe. Or, yeah, yeah. I'm really. Just stopped, maybe he's just really depressed because he has an ostomy yeah. and that never got taken care oh. of. And then he's on the oh, street. Oh, yeah, you got it. Yeah. You know. 
Okay, so type one, you care if I read this? Go ahead. Separate hard lumps, and that can indicate <laughs> severe constipation. Oh, Ooh. that's not good. Well, I mean, that's severe constipation means you're not pooping at all. So I think yeah, this is probably better that's a than block, that. Right? If you can get a, if you can get deer looking um, pellets out, that's yeah, also I mean, quantifies mm, a severe constipation. Some, some of my patients haven't pooped in a week, so. Oh, I used we're to like, do we're that. We're gonna have to get that figured mm. out. Oh yeah, I wouldn't poop for like a week. What? I had to get like prescriptions. That's stuff. severe. By the way, this wine's delicious. Yeah, it tastes really like good. honey. Mm-hmm. Like a flower and a honey. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, type two, lumpy and sausage-like, mild constipation. Huh. Mm-hmm. Okay, type three, a sausage shape with cracks in the surface. That's normal. Okay. Oh, that's the smooth sausage you were talking about. I've the had next all of these. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> type four, like a smooth, soft sausage or snake. That's what I would snake. consider soft serve. <laughs> anyway, this is also normal. Uh, that's a good poop. That's like <laughs> not painful. Satisfying poop. <laughs> Look at this guy. It's okay. reaching out the toilet water. I feel oh. like men have that. I don't have that. I don't I have, have enough to show food in my body a, to have those. I have to show you a picture later. Okay. I might have already of showed poop? you. I don't know. Yes. My sorry, my nephew, he's two and a half, and he just oh, had yeah. his first poop in the <laughs> baby in the toilet. Potty. Yes. Okay. And uh, they sent me a picture. My sister sent me a picture, and I thought it was a picture of a regular toilet, and I was like, holy shit. How have you been changing his diapers? That's an it's enormous poop. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, it was a, a tiny, You're like very no, miniature potty. toilet. Yeah. <laughs> and it was shaped like a J, and that's what he said. It's shaped oh like gosh. a J. Oh, my gosh. He's so smart. That's so cute. <laughs> okay. Type five, soft blobs with clear-cut edges. Huh. They kind of look like little uh, runny pancakes. This is lacking fiber. That's a oh, fiber spelled one. F-I-B-R-E. Is this uh oh British? European. Yeah, European. Yeah. Wait, are European. the fl- are this are the little pancake poops like floating? I don't know. See, these are the ones you have to notify the nurse. Those last two. Oh, type six and seven. Really yeah. Understand. Okay. If type that's, six. That's what it says on our bristle. Mushy <laughs> consistency with ragged edges. Oh, that doesn't sound good. That's no. Oh, that's C-diff. mild diarrhea. That's mild diarrhea. <laughs> uh, Possible C diff. Type seven, liquid consistency with no solid pieces, severe diarrhea. Ugh, food huh. poisoning. Yeah. Ugh. Oh, that's Ryan. Oh, no, no. Oh, from yeah. last story week. is last week. Last week he was like, that? no, no, it was a story I told that, a oh, you story. Oh, you read to I know that story. Yeah. Yeah, I remember. It was let so him funny. Know that, give him a heads up uh-huh. about that. He's okay with it. He's okay with it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's a, he's a trooper. It's a great story. Yeah. Uh, we, we should talk the about the C diff sometime because yeah, we will talk about the C diff and, and silly, explain that situation. Yeah, so C diffus. Remember the poop diseases. Right. Right. We'll the poop diseases. The poop diseases. We'll talk about that sometime. We should talk about it. We're talking about poop. Let's do it. Let's okay. do it. C diff. Explain what Clostridium it is. Clostridium difficile. <laughs> because it's really difficult. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I believe um, I never thought of that. And I speak Spanish. Yes, that okay. was how you remembered all your microbiology. Remember like, that? Oh my class? god. Yeah. Uh, anyway, go ahead. Well, I feel like all the patients have it now because it can be colonized or not colonized because some people just carry it. So if we test them at the hospital, oh. they might come up positive. So we have like a whole... So when you say colonized, not colonized, explain what that means. Um, basically, you could just be a carrier. Like you've had it before. Mm. So it's just going to... I might even have it. You in know, your it might intest- show up in my In your GI tract. Yeah, I mean, it's... Okay, and um, it either makes you am sick I right or it about doesn't. That? I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know I about these colonizers. Basically, yeah. yes, you might just have it and be a carrier because you've been exposed mm. and never actually gotten sick. Mm-hmm. I did have one nurse that said she'd had it before. Mm. Oh, no. Yeah, she actually had it and had to go through the treatments because you do have to go get so an explain antibiotic. It. So you get it. Yeah, you get you, it. It's just How do you know diarrhea. you have it? I mean, it's just loose diarrhea, constant. You just don't feel good, like mm-hmm. stomach ache. Um, just weak. Mm. You might have fevers. And it so smells it's a, a certain way, right? Yeah. Like it has smells a certain smell. They say that it does. I just try not to smell it. Yeah. I don't <laughs> but, know. I, people would say there's a certain smell. You know yeah. when it's C. diff. And I'm like, I don't know. Hospitals, it always smells. smells I don't know if it's C. diff or just. I think it's I a know. little more bitter. It's a. Uh, it, there's something that's you might different have about it. Mm. That you can smell. I have a really good sniffer. <laughs> so, uh, unfortunately. Once we suspect a patient may have it, we isolate well, we send a sample mm-hmm. and then the sample could come back positive, but we try not to do it unless they've had like five stools within like 24 hours. Mm-hmm. And if it's been a certain amount of time, they've been in the hospital because mm-hmm. otherwise it Everyone? could be a false positive. Oh, uh-huh. Yeah. Anyone that would have loose stools, but right. maybe, you know, ruling out any other reason they might have it. Like they're there for norovirus sure. or they're there, which you'd sure. already be isolating that person. Yeah. 
or if they're on a ton of antibiotics or stool softeners or a bunch right. of things that- Cause also, don't you give everyone stool softener when they're in the hospital? Typically. Yeah. yeah. So it's, but that's different than diarrhea. Yeah. And also, that's when you should just back off on and getting then it, those. Yeah. <laughs> and then you isolate them, meaning you isolate keep them in a closed them so room. they're in a, yeah. Everyone wears protection mm-hmm. when they go in that room, yeah. in and out, because it's highly contagious. It mm-hmm. is. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, it is, but you'd have to really- um, Right. Lick I mean, we're just poop. really good about like hand washing. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. Extra. You have to actually wash your hands. You can't use the alcohol um, mm-hmm. to get the C. diff mm-hmm. off of your hands because it's a spore forming bacteria. So when, even when the bacteria isn't uh, moist and fresh and active, it can leave spores on the surface of, uh, on surfaces. So on the table, on the computer, anything that's in the room, yep. it can leave spores there. And then if somebody else comes along and touches that spore and then puts it in their mouth, or gets into your body in any way, then you can get an active C. diff infection. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the only way to make sure that you don't do that is to, it's by, you know, actual friction. friction. Mm-hmm. So you have to wash your hands mm-hmm. and rinse them with water and mm-hmm. the soap helps too, yeah. you know, and that will help kill mm-hmm. other bacteria. So the alcohol doesn't work. You have to actually wash. scrub your hands well yeah. for at least 15 seconds and probably longer. If <laughs> probably longer. Actually. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. And also, so anytime if someone goes into a hospital and they see nurses wearing those yellow papery, not paper, but whatever, gowns, it's because someone's on isolation precautions. So you're, Mm -hmm. you know, it's because there's something that's easily spread. And that's why we're doing that to where we're wearing gloves and gowns and masks and And caps and everything. Right. Everyone should. Sometimes they're not good about it. And so should doctors, by the way. Oh, yes. Yes. Oh, they're terrible. And wear gloves whenever you go in that room. Yeah. And clean anything that might have touched. And also washing your hands. Like some people think that, it's the water temperature that's killing the bacteria. Mm-hmm. It's the friction. You have to put that's soap good. and water. Yeah. Well, especially it's just friction, 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 friction. Mm-hmm. It's not like hot water necessarily. Like you don't get hot enough to, at least that I've been yeah. told, you don't get it hot enough to kill any bacteria. It's, it's the friction that's yeah, killing it's it. mechanically yeah. rinsing them off of you. You're, right. you're it moving them away that. and rinsing mm-hmm. them off. Yeah. I know my hands are always raw after I've worked like. Yeah. A couple of days in a row, just between yeah. the hand gel and washing my hands, yeah. which I prefer washing my hands over the gel. Yeah, it feels like you're yeah. still dirty, but yeah. clean, but dirty. Oh, it's like you're rubbing in And the then dress. you lick your finger by accident and you're like, ew. Uh-huh. Yeah. I know. <laughs> We've all had that experience, yeah. 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 So with the um, C. diff, they have to be on an oral antibiotic for several days. They can go home on it, mm-hmm. but- yeah, they have to continue it. I How many days like, do you oh, keep treating sure. it until it's yeah, like Yeah, we keep treating negative. it, but sometimes they'll go home on it. So mm-hmm. I'm not sure if it's like a whole, like four weeks or six weeks that they have to you be on You know what it. they used to do when I was in the hospital was they would retest you after a certain amount of days and then they would just keep renewing. Is oh, it oral vanc? Yeah. Is that mm-hmm. what it is? Yeah. Vancomycin. Vancomycin. Um, so, and is it in the liquid form? And it, yeah, and it's like four times a day. Yeah. It's kind of a pain <laughs> yeah. in the ass, as is C. diff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's hard to get rid of. Literally, it's literally a pain in the ass and the nose. Mm-hmm. I guess I don't, know. I I don't really know what <laughs> yes. it smells like. Yes. <laughs> so yeah. we had this policy at a hospital I was a travel nurse at that was if anybody had even one liquid stool in a day, you had to isolate them until you ruled out oh. C diff. So mm. the stupidest thing I ever saw. This made me so mad. We had a patient who was a post-op patient and she was constipated. She hadn't had a bowel movement in probably four or five days. So she definitely didn't have C. diff. Okay. So then we give her an enema and then we wait. And 30 minutes later, we put her on a bedpan. And do you think some watery stool came out? Yes, because we just put a ton of water in her rectum. And they put her on C. diff isolation precautions. Oh my gosh. That and is I ridiculous. argued and argued with the other nurse. It wasn't even her patient. It was my patient. And I said, I'm not doing it. Ugh. You know, I'm, this is stupid. I'm not doing it. Right. And she, she ruling out. That she did it. Reasons. Oh my yeah. gosh. Yeah. I was well, a traveler and she just overruled me and just did it. And then whatever. It's just a waste of- Was that the same of, hospital I work at? No. Oh. But that's like, okay, there's policy and then there's it. common sense. Like you yeah. don't implement that policy if you use your common sense and know that we put water in your butt. And it's going to come out. Like, yeah. that doesn't qualify. It was like, oh, that never happened. And all of a sudden you're watering out your body. Yeah, like, it's just, yeah. That's I like why, using layman terms. No, no. Like, use all. That's why we made, and it's literally called the diarrhea tree. Mm-hmm. And it's a diagram of like, <laughs> of like how to rule it out. You know, I'm so having they, such a good time right <laughs> I now. Love this. Yeah. It is fun to talk about poop. Yeah. It really is. Because it's at the, the hospital, we really care. We think it's. Yeah. It's you so know, important. important. Yeah. You guys know how I get if I go a day without having a good BM. I know. I get and so I will tell upset. you. Or you have a day of too many BMs. You also oh, get so upset. upset. <laughs> Patients at the hospital, especially men, get so stressed out 
because they had surgery that day and they're like, I haven't had a bowel movement yet. And I'm like, yeah. that's okay. Like, that's normal. Like, it's yeah. probably going to happen tomorrow, maybe not even tomorrow. That's why we're mm-hmm. giving you these stool softeners and doing this. And if you absolutely need it, we can do a suppository. Yeah. But And explain why people yes. might not have a bowel movement after surgery. Exactly. So we try to do some education, but they get so stressed No, I mean, out. explain it to people. It's oh, like, explain why. Tell me. Tell me why. <laughs> How come well, I can't poop after I have surgery? <laughs> first of all, you probably were fasting prior to surgery. So you weren't drinking and eating for eight to 12 hours. And then you're going through this long surgery process and anesthesia and pain meds and everything they're giving you is actually constipating. So mm-hmm. the narcotics they're giving you are constipating on the body, which is- they slow gastric <clears throat> motility, yes, right? They so they yeah. keep, mm-hmm. your bowels do this thing called peristalsis where it's a squeezing and it, it pushes the stool through on its yeah, own. Yeah, it's like the natural mm-hmm. yeah. movement, and which then, is why you could be at risk for a um, blockage too after surgery. Yeah. That's why it's so oh, important. We so scary. To get you trying to drink Basically, it tells your body yeah. to like chill during surgery and like your intestines also chill during yeah, surgery. During and then they're time. still like chilled for a while <laughs> after and you have Everybody to be like, just wake up, break. start yeah. squeezing mm-hmm. the poop through again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you're not moving as much after yeah. surgery. You're in a bed. You're so that's why we encourage movement and working with physical therapy. So all of that stuff, and hydration contributes to a healthy bowel healthy function, <laughs> right? Healthy you just poops. did a little shimmy shake. Yeah. Yeah. Healthy keep it moving. It's yeah. dance. Everybody it's kind of like if you travel, I'm sure you've all noticed when you travel, you get constipated, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. I get really, all my, the whole GI Even when I work, up because it messes up my, mm, you know, because I do night shift and it's, circadian you know, rhythm. yeah, everything's messed up. So mm. I feel like I get constipated. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Constipation is the worst. Yeah. And you're not drinking enough water and just, yeah. I'll tell you what you can do about constipation, <laughs> uh, but you're not going to like it. What? Pickle juice. Oh, you're talking to me directly? I'm talking Ugh. to you. That is not going to happen. Do you, you don't like pickles? <laughs> and I'm not constipated. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> you don't like pickles, Jen? No. Oh. Despise. Oh. That's she really hates. She used to really make me hate. leave the office if I was having a pickle. <laughs> what? Yeah. yeah she, she, my food, and somebody would you do it if you were really constipated? Like no. four days you hadn't pooped? No, four. What about days seven days? There's other things you can do. Okay. Okay, Sarah. That's true. <laughs> That's true. I'd rather have an enema. Okay. Oh, oh, have no. you had, has anyone here no. had an enema before? No. No. Why are you looking at Takeshi? Because <laughs> he's not answering. <laughs> no. <laughs> so Takeshi says, yes, he's had an oh. enema. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just kidding. It's okay. He can't defend himself. No, no. <laughs> he has no microphone. Yeah. No, I just haven't. Like, no. I've had, I've like done suppositories. Really? Like a, yeah. a Duclax, I think, when oh, I was yeah. little. Because I, I like spent like my whole life being constipated, basically. Oh, Thanks, mom. So sad. Uh, now it's okay. <laughs> like alcohol, like two sips of alcohol, I always have to poop. It's weird. Not <laughs> it's now. Your diary, like it's I'm fine at the end of the day. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's like a called? weird thing. Like coffee and alcohol. Yeah, like coffee usually. Yeah. Gotta have my yeah. coffee in the morning, my alcohol at night. And that's how I poop every day. <laughs> yeah. I had a suppository I didn't want when I was a kid. And it was because oh. I was vomiting and it was mm-hmm. a Fenergan suppository. Oh, yeah. And my mom's a nurse. And she just thought it was no big deal. But for me, I was so violated. Yeah. Somebody put something in my butthole. And Fenergan <laughs> helps you not be nauseated anymore, yeah. right? Fenergan's yeah. an anti-nausea mm-hmm. medication, and mm-hmm. it works really, really yeah. well. But, oh, man, I don't remember how old I was, seven or something. I don't think it's, it's horrible. That. It doesn't feel nice. Like, not the pudding. It's just like something dissolving in your buttholes, mm-hmm. like a weird sensation. I know I give them a lot. It wasn't the, the feeling of it. They're like, oh. It wasn't yeah. the feeling of it. It was more the violation. I didn't get a choice in that. Yeah. I felt like something bad was being done to me and I couldn't do anything about it. It's like when uh, yeah. your mom, I don't know if your mom ever did this, but if she wanted to give you medicine and it tastes bad and you didn't want it, so she would pinch your nose oh, and make no. you open your mouth. No. That's what probably, nurse moms do. <laughs> you probably didn't want an IV though, and that was the alternative. A little kid IV with some um that would have been horrible. Reglan or Zofran. I might have died. Also anti-nauseous. Yes, anti-nauseous yeah. meds. I might have died with those. I had a I had my pediatrician. It was a so it was a I think a covering pediatrician. So it was my regular one. And he stuck his finger up my butthole. <laughs> but I think it was like supposed to happen. I don't know. I don't remember now. I think like that now like just now violation. I'm thinking about it going, wait a second. Hmm. Yeah, because there's something wrong. And like, I think it was one of my constipation things or something else. I don't know. Stop, Sarah. You're freaking me no, out. I'm no, just I'm thinking I'm looking have, at I you because violated. I got a finger stuck in my butthole like involuntarily once. Feels violent. Wait, not by your mom, though. <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> that was another one. And not by your by boyfriend. Her, that doesn't count. Gynecologist, right? Yeah. So this was on my 30th oh, birthday. Right. Yeah. And I was in Maryland and I went to see a gynecologist. I actually saw a physician's Which assistant. Is like so violating anyway. Just going to the gynecologist. Yes. Yeah. Who wants metal objects in Ugh. your vagina? 
not no, most I don't people. Think it's that nobody. Bad. Probably somebody, but don't think it's not bad. me. I don't think it's that bad. It's never been painful. Oh, I'm God. not like whatever. I was good conversation. Like <laughs> good conversation. Like, just you have a good doctor. A whole day. Actually, of it. Yeah, yeah, but like with last time I went, she went to the same school I did, and we we're like, hey, wow. we're Billikins. You know, oh, that's cool. Anyway, continue. That's the opposite. If they're of a my good experience. distraction, but <laughs> in my experience, no. How's my vagina? Huh? So I go. The whole thing's you know pretty bad for me anyway. I had this IUD uh, that's an intrauterine device. It's contraception. It keeps you from getting pregnant. And it was the the copper one, mm. which gave me really, really bad cramps. So basically I was there just for a regular checkup and also to get um, some tramadol because my brother's friend who's a pharmacist had given me mm. some. And that was the only thing at the time that, that really only helped, that helped with my cramps. Yeah, mm. it's a pain medication. And they say that you can get high with it, but I've never had that experience. I, I actually it's pretty weak. Uh, I've heard yeah. that it's pretty weak. It, yeah. And that's totally mm-hmm. not what I wanted it for. And I tried some other things and nothing had worked except for that. So mm-hmm. anyway, I asked her for a prescription for that. And she treated me like I was a pain mm-hmm. med-seeking person. Oh, you yeah, because everyone goes for the tram at all when they uh, <laughs> when you want, want to get high. I, know. I thought, does Strong that even, narcotics. why would I ask for that? You know, why wouldn't I You're just like, ask? You're like, and I'm a nurse. I know. So, I um, could just steal them. I mean, <laughs> so she, she really needed to. She treated me kind of uh, badly. and then. She did the pap smear and then she's just, you know how they do the the exam where they put their fingers in your vagina and just kind of feel around yeah. for different, yeah. whatever. Yeah. I'm not really sure what they're looking for. Masses. I think they're feeling your, they like feel your ovaries. They put a finger inside and they yes. push up and then from your tummy, they push your down cervix and they're and, feeling your ovaries yeah. and they're feeling everything. Make sure there's nothing, no weird stuff in your vagina yeah. or like lumps in the sides. See, this is horrible just even talking about it. Anyway, so then. I love women's health anyway. Go ahead. Well, At the end of that, she just says, and a finger in the bum and sticks her finger in as she's saying it didn't give me any warning. And I just, you know, if she had given me just two seconds, yeah. I would have clenched like no other and said, no, thank you. Yeah. I checked no, mine you. this morning. What is she it's checking? Fine. Yeah. It's not like we have a prostate to worry about. Yeah. I know. Okay. And keep in mind, I'm only 30 at the time. Maybe so when you're constipated, <laughs> this girl just looks constipated. Let me give her a finger in the butt and some pickle Maybe juice. Maybe when she felt yeah. inside your vagina and she felt down, she felt something. So she, it was poop. Like impacted. Yeah. But I'm like, that's the only thing. Why would she check there? She's well, let me tell you the rest of the story. So. She does that. I left and then I go out in the waiting room and I was waiting for something, I think just to get checked out. And I was texting this guy that I knew at the time who's a doctor. And I said, why did she do that? And he had no idea. And um, we're kind of joking about it. And then I said, well, I'm going to go back and ask. So I go back to her office and I ask her why she did that. And she said, oh, it's just part of the exam. And I said, well, what are you checking for? Oh, just checking for abnormalities. And I said, well, like what? You know, yeah. what, what are you like, looking I'm for? Like, I'm yeah. You can't like. Yeah. And she said, just, you know, it's part of the routine exam. And I said, well, hey, I mean, what are you, you know, that's never happened to me before. What were you looking for? Polyps or something? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> so oh I, think she didn't know. I was leading the witness and she just went with it. Yeah. Uh, I think with, she really liked your butthole. I think so. <laughs> no, I think she's just a clueless new doctor. I think she was using my. 30-year-old butthole for practice to feel what a normal one feels like so that when she does the exams on the older women who are at risk for colon cancer and whatever, you know. I don't think they actually do that. I don't think that is a thing. They do. They do? Mm -hmm. What? Mm -hmm. When women are a certain age or older, then they get the digital rectal exam. Why didn't she just practice on herself? I don't know. Maybe she has an abnormal bum. (laughs) That's crazy. Wait, I am now, I, but I had no idea we we're going to get fingers up our butt. Yeah, but I don't think it's supposed to happen you until you're 45 or 50. I know, but it's not that, that far. No. I don't like to ask my mom about those things because I don't want to hear the answers. <laughs> I'm so going to ask my mom when I get home. Yeah. yeah. Well, you, you know other people over 50. I do. But the reason I know it is because I used to work at an OBGYN office yeah. and that yeah, was so part of our know. routine screenings over 50. Over 50. And so you didn't know that that was a thing. Maybe. Yeah, I knew okay. it was a thing. I didn't but know it was a thing. Not for I my age. I didn't either. Yeah. No idea. Not for women. Mm-hmm. Huh. Wow. Now you know. Maybe they'll change. Get that. ready for it. You guys got some years to go, but <laughs> pretty soon you're going to be getting a I finger mean, in your like butt. something you could do a self-check, you know? Probably. Yeah. It's and like a breast exam. That. Why yeah. can't we just do a monthly self-rectal exam and just stick your finger in every hole you have? <laughs> And just make sure it feels the same as it did last month. Okay. Like my boyfriend felt it. He said it was fine. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. If your boyfriend can do the breast check, then why not? <laughs> I know. That's what they say, right? Yeah. I'll feel for long. They're probably. Like, it's fine. Yeah. You have to do the whole clock thing on your boobs. And they'd be like, no, I'm just, I just want to pinch it and wiggle it. 
<laughs> then that's not going to work then. <laughs> Can I suck and feel the, the lumps in there? Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah, that's getting a little too detailed. Oh, speaking of boobs, by the way, my uh, sister listened to the first episode of our podcast, and mm. she totally wants to get one of those booze bag bras. Oh, yeah. For her, not for booze, but for to catch her milk when she has her next baby. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. oh. Yeah, she's going to use it for good, not for evil. She hadn't heard of one before? No. Those are so cool. Yeah. I I hadn't heard of one. Yeah. And breast milk is precious, as we all know. (laughs) Well, it's cool. I mean, it just saves it. I'm I'm still all about it. I'm all about it. Okay. I just want to put one in my bra just being like, I'm so anticipating like three years from now. You're just going to get ready in case your nipples And then one day and I'll be like, oh my God, look. It's going on the Amazon wish list. (laughs) You're like, you had a baby six months ago. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Oh, it's probably, I think it's already saved. I have like baby clothes and baby. Oh my goodness. I've wanted a baby since I was a baby. So. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. No, your but, sister should get that. Mm-hmm. So she's cool. planning. She said, I'm going to have another baby, huh? I know. I'm so excited. I hope Wait, she does. Oh. Is she, she's the one with the little boy that pooped the J. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The, J the little boy that pooped the J. And she's like, this one's going so well. And he's already <laughs> pooping J's. It really so, is. That's what I always tell her. Like, Look how perfect he is. Yeah. Just make more. Yeah. Poop <laughs> the alphabet pretty soon. Yeah. <laughs> poop the alphabet. <laughs> that's so, are they trying? Oh, I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you, she could get those boob things, and you could get the wine boob things, yeah. and then have a party. We'll just get them for different reasons. You drink, and then you need to, like, replenish your nutrients, so you could drink hers, and she, you know. <laughs> just kidding, that's weird. I'll be using my powers for evil. <laughs> you can drink Instead the, of uh, good. Pumping up version. Yeah. <laughs> well, you could drink her. Yes, exactly. I would. Well, Actually, because you don't want it to go to waste. It's a drink, the pump That's, and dump yeah, version. Yeah, so, yeah. Why not? Dumb. Why don't I get that, all those nutrients mm-hmm. and vitamins that she's, with you know. Alcohol. With a little alcohol. <laughs> I don't know. It, it can't be that fun. bad. You can make them into like popsicles. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> they do that yes, for babies. They do? Yeah. Maybe they make little popsicle. Um, breast milk popsicles, breast milk. like teething babies. It oh, helps. Mm-hmm. so out of your own breast milk. Yeah, so you just freeze it, and then they can, like, chew on it. She knows so much about this mm-hmm. on babies, though. Yeah, I I think she likes babies. I love so babies. pregnancy and a woman and families, and I love all of it. I love all of it. Cool. My favorite. How are we doing on time? I feel like we got totally derailed on our oh topics, God. but that's okay. We can come back <laughs> to these another more. week. Yeah, we have tons of I topics. love that we talked about poop instead. It's yeah. It's really one of my favorite, <laughs> it's favorite so subjects. Yeah. Who doesn't like poop? Well, some know. people don't. Some My dad used to say, disgusting. <laughs> if we were talking about it at dinner, he would just get so mad. <laughs> if you were talking about it at dinner. All the rest of it. I mean, come on. There's a bunch of us. We're all talking about poop. I My mom, you know, yeah, it's something people can joke about. But I mean, we really are serious about poop. At the right. Medical. It's a serious, actual, yeah. yeah medical professionals they say we're obsessed, but we are. Yeah. We really are. Also, it's interesting. Cool. Yeah. You know, maybe you, maybe is. we like it because we're nerds. I wonder if the cor- there's a correlation there. Like, because we're nurses, we like poop. I don't <laughs> or know. I don't we're like nurses poop, because we like poop. There you go. <laughs> Which is it? I think it's all inter. Yeah. I don't think I ever paid attention to so much poop until I became a nurse. You oh, know? I did. I would hope not. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> I was never like, oh, am I regular? Or, you know, I never yeah. knew if I was. I never thought about that stuff. And now I'm like, when was my last bowel movement? (laughs) Do you call it that too? I need to go have a bowel movement. Yeah, BM. (laughs) A BM. Let me ask patients. A BM. What's your last BM? Do you say that at home though? That's what I mean. What? At home? Like, yeah. Yeah. You be going to take a BM. I love it. That's so good. Yeah, my husband knows all the lingos now. Yeah. It's funny. As much as I love talking about poop, I rarely discuss it at home. Really? Yeah, I just go to the bathroom and don't say what I'm doing in there. Because women don't poop. Well, right. it keeps the relationship all spicy. I'm, Maybe that's hopefully. my problem. I'm always like, I got to take a poo. And we're like, I'm pooing. No, I think it means oh, such a, oh, I when you can poop. talk about that I with your significant other. <laughs> I think that's like when you're at the highest level of like, com- you know, confidence, like yeah. cool with each other when you can oh, talk yeah. about that. Yeah, Curry won't shut know. the freaking door. And so I hear him exploding <laughs> okay, well, in the toilet is- and it's so gross. <laughs> Whatever. At it's least like we shut the doors. No boundaries. Yeah. Or he'll just like fart yeah, and like lock the car door. Or, oh, yeah. You no, know, the people- windows Ew. on child lock so you can't. You're like stuck in the death trap. Oh, yeah. Hotboxing you. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, hotboxing in a car. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. It's like my mom. She gets so insulted if anyone farts. I'm like, it's part of your body. It was it's an like, accident. You can't. I'm like, mom, you fart. No. Sometimes you should just let I it out. I don't fart. Mm-hmm. You know, oh God. She's not there's more like room that, out mom. than there is in. <laughs> She's gonna be so There's more room out than there is in. 
It's very true. We don't want you to explode like a like a full like a you don't feel ostomy bag an ostomy bag. Yeah. Also, he who smelt it dealt it. Just wanted to let you know. (laughs) It's got the finger on the nose. All right. Should we do a medical word? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So I picked one out from earlier because I thought it was amusing. But then we can pick another one. This one's really short. If I can find it, where was it? Oh yeah. (laughs) You'll like this one. (laughs) I'm excited. (laughs) Very short. Anticipation. Eskashan. Eskashan. <laughs> Why do I already like guesses. it? <laughs> Wait. Uh, Eskashan. How do you spell it? Uh, country of origin, please. E S C U T C H E O N. S Kuchan. That's how you pronounce it. E O N. E O N. Kuchan. But it says you pronounce it. Something having to do with hearing. Reminds me of snails. It makes me think of skin, like Eshar. Oh, yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. That's good. Am I on the right track? Uh, Maybe. What about like an ear overgrowth? (laughs) An ear overgrowth. It looks like a snail. (laughs) You probably picked this out in relation to the topic we were going to talk about. No, I just like randomly opened and I was like, this one's funny. Okay. It's a skin disorder of some sort. Or a wound healing Mm -hmm. problem. Go ahead. Don't be surprised. You tell me. It is actually a pattern of distribution of pubic hair. Whoa. <laughs> yeah. So there's your so much better than I thought. So you what mean- is a pattern of distribution? Uh-huh. Of so they can ask there's you- there's a word for that. Yeah, so, Escachon. So like- Your Escachon was very Oh, attractive. how's your Escachon? Triangular, thank you. it's the pattern you. of distribution. Yeah. <laughs> or what about- or are I, know, they, I wish are I could talking- see in a sentence. We got to Google that. Yeah. How do you Are they talking about like like- you know, the right top area of your pubic area is like more. It's just the pattern. Con- like, no, no, no. I'm saying like denser hairs and the other bits a little spread and sparse, you know, like is uh, that what Eskishan is? Or is it like the shape of the hair? Google or is that it one the- because they don't say how to use it in a sentence. Yeah. So like what exactly yeah. is your Eskishan? <laughs> What's your Eskishan? You tell me and then I'll tell you. <sighs> this wine's you great. You have to spell it. Remember? <laughs> Talk about yeah. my Eskishan. Oh, I found it. Es- Eskishan? Came up Eskishan. right away. How do you pronounce it? Do the little person. Uh, let's see if it'll play it out loud. Escutcheon. Escutcheon. Oh. <laughs> Can we just our way do was this? so much prettier. Escutcheon. Escutcheon. <laughs> Is that the English way? I know. It sounds it like says, British. Uh, oh, wait. This has a different interpretation. Oh. It says a shield or emblem mm. bearing a coat of <laughs> yeah, <arms>. but. <laughs> Wait, but medical is different. You always have to put medical term. Uh, let me just clarify okay. that then. Because I hope it's Eskashan because that's way prettier. But Eskashan. Eskashan. How else could you say that? Why would you need to say Who that? Who knows what this means? I don't know. Eskashan. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> oh <my> <laughs> <God>. <laughs> when would you use that though? Like That's what I want to know. What doctor is going to be like, oh, pro- okay. So women's health or they, like they have sparse Eskashan. <laughs> Or their escachon was quite spirally, or straight escachon. Okay, no, that's hair. Okay, it no. says a the shield or something shaped like a shield. The shield-like pattern of oh. distribution of oh. the pubic hair. Okay, did you know that ladies have an upright or an upside-down triangle shield, and men have a, a right-side-up triangle shield? <laughs> I understand now what uh-huh. they're saying. So yeah. that yes, uh-huh. so that's the escachon. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the triangles. Women are the yeah. Big we, at the top, small at the bottom, visual. and men are the opposite. That mm-hmm. makes sense. Your escachon. Yeah. Your escachon is well, why would you, Yeah. Your why do we need to down. make an, a word for that? What if someone's escachon is like a circle or something? <laughs> or like a square. <laughs> like, <laughs> Listen, that's, that's going to be the next chief complaint that so we good. see. Uh, my escachon is <laughs> My escachon is broken. <laughs> <laughs> chief complaints when someone comes in and that's, that's their, the reason they're diagnosis. there. Yeah. yeah. I'm here because my Eskashan <laughs> has an abnormal pattern. <laughs> this is a great it's balding. Word. I love it. I'm going to try to use it now like once a week at least. Oh, yeah. Well, your Eskashan. Audience, well audience, write into us and let us know how you use Eskashan this week. Uh, my Eskashan is pretty sparse, so I use a Merkin. <laughs> what? Oh, Merkin. There's one. Merkin. It's a pubic hair wig. It's a little. Oh, it's an actual wig? Yeah, it's a wig that what? you put on in place of pubic hair. That's Why? not a thing. Do I don't know. <laughs> I think it used to be big thing. in 70s porn. It's a thing. In now 70s you porn. You Google like that. Because they like wanted the bush and then you weren't bushy yes. enough so they gave you a merkin. Or they wanted a weird color or texture <laughs> or shape. Like, a purple merkin. Yeah. yeah, you could get one. 
You could get a, a, I could get a silky blonde merkin and we know that's not what's growing downstairs. Okay. Mm -hmm. Are you trying to be Jen here? Is that right? Maybe. The carpet and the drapes are matching. Yeah, you can mismatch. Oh. Without having to do oh. trimming and dyeing and all that stuff. Just or buy also, a there are other reasons why they use them, and I don't know. I'm not the expert on But Merkins, nobody has but blonde hair down there. Maybe an albino. Oh, no. <laughs> I have a friend who's blonde and she has blonde pubes. Really? <gasps> yeah. Aww. And blonde armpit hair. Wow. Fighting. You don't? Oh. I mean, you don't need to say it anyway. <laughs> My but like, hair I, I is didn't very, know. very light. Yeah. yeah. But that's it. Huh. But I shave the rest. Yeah. It's like, no. So you don't no hair. Yeah. Hairless. You need a Merkin. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't imagine living in the 70s when you're like hair everywhere. I think or the it's French. fun. I think boofs or boofs. Boofs. I think you're boofs. Bushes. What's it called? Bush. Thank you. Bush. Gosh, that was hard. Bushes. I had no I'm idea what you were trying to say. Escachons and bushes and. Yeah, no. Echelon. Echelon. Nope. Echelon. <laughs> I think we've had enough wine. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Um, don't forget to write in and give us your stories that you want us to share on the podcast. Or you can... Questions, comments, mm -hmm. things you want us to cover. Um, wines, any wine suggestions? That would be great. Any re-explaining? Tell us about yeah. your Eskishans. Yeah. How Maybe are don't. they? Maybe don't do that. Yeah, tell me. Tell but us tell us you about it. your poop. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we'll show you the poop chart. We'll you don't want... Um, Number seven, type seven. <laughs> so you can Please. email oh, us at double concerned. You can email us at www.nurses at gmail.com. Wait, is that yeah, what it is? Whining with nurses. It is www.nurses <laughs> at gmail.com. www.nurses. Our gmail Twitter com. is at nurses. No, it's at, no, at whining, whining w nurses. We're nailing this right now. <laughs> okay, being drunk at the Listen, end is not helpful. Listen, this is serious. <laughs> nurses at gmail.com. Twitter is at whiningwnurses. Whining spelled W-I-N-I-N-G. W nurses. Facebook, you can find us at facebook.com slash whiningwnurses. Yep. Yeah. Cheers, Wine. guys. Cheers. Cheers. Good talk today. Mm -hmm. <laughs>